Okay. Good morning, Cam. How are you? I'm doing pretty good there, Caitlin. How are you doing? Pretty good. Um, yeah, it's weekend, Sunday morning. Yesterday was a little bit rainy, so I don't know what you did. I didn't get outside or anything, but it's still been a lovely weekend. I did go for like a longish walk with oh, Gramps. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, it was actually, that was just like how I started the day. It was nice. It was, uh, I don't know, I'm in this like weird zone right now of not knowing like, I don't know, a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of like <laughs> needing to in think. General? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like about direction, I guess. Yeah. And so it was really nice to just go for like a long walk. And I, you know, part of the time I was listening to this audiobook and then just, you know, headphones off for a bit. And yeah, it was, it was nice. So that's cool. Yeah. I had like initially planned to bike kind of over to Etobicoke. My, my, my Grammy lives there. So I had hoped to like go to a park and see her from a distance, but yeah. it was like, it said it was a hundred percent chance of rain all day. It did rain quite <laughs> heavily at points. So I was just nervous about like, getting caught in that because maybe like an hour or so bike ride. So I unfortunately didn't go. But also I mentioned to you, I'm feeling a bit under the weather. So probably also for the best to just like make sure that I'm feeling a hundred percent before seeing like, you know, my grandmother who's in her nineties. So yeah. 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 Good call. Very good call. It's I funny because that. she's much more like uh liberal with everything than I am. She's like, yeah, if you want, you could just like come over and come inside and we'll just distance. And I was like, no, Let's go to a park. Like, yeah. not because, like, I don't want to. I just, like, get so nervous. I don't want to be the person to give something to anyone, you know? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I but, mean, we're not in the clear here. Uh, but obviously, it's much better than the States. It's a really weird position that we're in of just, yeah. like, not, you know, the risks are relatively low, but still not zero. And yeah. especially with, you know, south of the border just kind of being like what it is right now it's, totally yeah. and i'm very much just like i mean i think it's like this, people all share the sentiment but I, i'm like i do not want it i do not want covid i am not of the opinion that like oh i'll get it and i'll be fine because i'm young like no there are more and more studies coming out about like potential like medium and long-term effects and i'm just good i don't want it like i want to stay away from that you know yeah, hundred percent. Well, I yeah. hope you get better soon. Uh, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm so. not a doctor, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, hopefully, right? I like, thought that's what this call was about. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, just a random like fun update, I guess. Not. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of work related, but I I went down this rabbit hole of looking for like a a standing desk. Okay. Because uh, I was so. Gabby, you know, knowing that she has her new job and uh, she's going to be working remotely kind of indefinitely. Yeah. Um, we were like, okay, we, we have this kind of rough office situation right now where like I have mine out here in the living room area, I guess. Uh, and then she has an office in the bedroom, but it's kind of on this like propped up like tall table and she has like a, just a bar stool basically up to it. Right. So it's less than ideal. It, you know, we assumed at some point she'd be going into an office. So, right. So probably she'll take over my desk. Uh, like we'll move it in there. Um, but it's quite small. Uh, well, actually, it's good for her. Um, but it, it's quite small for me. So I was already kind of thinking about upgrading at some point. So I yeah. Uh, I went th down this <laughs> rabbit hole of like, oh, IKEA has these like sit stand desk you can just like press a button and it goes up and then yeah it goes down and then 
I kind of like it's I hate buying stuff like it's so <laughs> hard for me to decide I'm going on all these like you know I'm doing the usual like la la la, la reddit like sit stand yeah. desk reddit best one yeah. in Canada reddit and like finding even reddit is infiltrated with like uh people from the review like from the actual sites and, and oh, stuff really? like that and then there's i was like going on this one website it was like btod or something uh and it was all these videos and listicles about the different desks and which one's the best <laughs> and stuff and i'm looking at you know they're doing these tests this is something that didn't even cross my mind but i um like basically their main one of the main complaints about any of these desks is wobble at okay. like higher levels. So like you're typing and your screen is like wobbling and it's like hard on your eyes or whatever. And you're spending quite a bit on these desks. So right. I was like, oh, I don't want any wobble. And then <laughs> so that sent me down this whole path. And then I realized that this site, the top rated desk that's on their site is the one that they make. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like completely question their whole just like just the whole trust model there um totally and it's like i've also realized recently that like people like buy these slots for like best whatever and best whatever or like at least they buy the ability to be able to advertise that so even if you get rated like number one on like whatever camsloan.com like i would have to pay you money to be able to advertise that I am number one. I don't know. I just like, I have so much trouble with reviews online. Any of those like top 10, top five, whatever sites, I'm just always so skeptical. So I often also go to Reddit, but you're right. Like once, you know, Ikea has their own person and this person has their own person. It's just like another battle. Yeah. And I was reading that, you know, sometimes people almost like the Amazon reviews, like they'll make a fake account to just go and be like, Oh, I have it and I love it. Or I have this one and I, I hate it. It's so wobbly at the top or whatever. And it's like probably the same person doing all yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, now I have no trust in the world. Uh, <laughs> did but you I settle did, on one? I did settle on one and I'm feeling okay about it. I okay. definitely went beyond like my initial budget. I was thinking these things would be like three, 400 bucks. Uh, yeah. Maybe 200 bucks even. I think I was like, yeah, I could probably do something like that. And it came out to you know about a thousand i guess oh wow yeah Uh, yeah but the company seems legit it's a certified b corp if that means anything i guess they (sighs) operate in some you know like i'll just just i'll just make one statement and tell you that our previous company was a b corp and you can make your own (laughs) you can make your own conclusions yeah i guess that's not really good enough uh, it's like a I don't know. I, I looked into B Corps like years and years ago when I was actually like, we should get certified as a B Corp like at our old organization. And it's at that time, it felt like it was essentially just like a long survey and list of questions that you fill out. But I don't know how much like scrutiny those questions go under. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I did go through a bunch of like, you know, YouTube reviews and and all this stuff. And then, um, yeah, it's called the Foley Jarvis. And it, it does, oh. you know, I did see on that one website, like it's got some wobble. But like overall, it just has uh, quite good reviews from people. And like it seems like they actually ship the desk to you. And uh, that's important. Yes. And they have like customer support. And 
I think that's honestly one of the major things when making one of these decisions is like, am I going to be able to get through to these people if there's a problem with it? Or are they just going to leave me in the dust, especially up here in, you know, frigid Canada where we're just like (laughs) in the North Pole, basically. And they're like, we can't help you up there. Sorry. Like, oh, yeah, um, fair. It's funny when you talk about wobble, too, because I'm thinking like this becomes more and more of an issue the taller and taller you are, right? So like, yeah, they should yeah. really test the wobble at different heights. Do they do that? I think they do, actually, in that yeah. test. But of yeah. course, they, you know, they make their desk specifically not to wobble. Right. In the end, I think that's like a bit of an overblown like metric. <laughs> I think they were just finding like, oh, yeah, we can beat everyone on this one factor yeah. they didn't even really think of. Let's differentiate. Um, yeah, but I did talk to a couple of devs that said that they had this desk and are fine with it. So oh, okay, there I can you go. actually trust like personal opinion. I think. I'm looking forward to your Reddit review. It'll be a while because it does have to. They're behind on orders. So oh, <laughs> fair. Yeah, so, like similar to anyone I heard who was even like trying to buy webcams and microphones and things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man, but I don't know. The stuff just sends me into like, I can't stop thinking about it until I actually <laughs> decide. And, and then I was just like, ah. Yeah, I feel like I started down a similar one yesterday, which maybe actually, I don't even know what your experience with this is around tents, which is like a whole, like, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. trying to, and I, I have no idea. I'm so clueless. And I was also like looking at like best two to three person tents, but I'm like on all the exact same, like, you know, ridiculous lists that are sponsored and, ads and all of this and i still have no idea what to do so i'm just going to consult some people who know about camping you can borrow my tent if you oh that would be great (laughs) (laughs) like i think in the long like in the medium longer term we we want to like buy one and start like amassing like camping gear but yeah we are only going camping once this summer so yeah oh um, you and i have camped together i forgot about that yeah, I think yeah. it was probably in this tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> tent out of ten. <laughs> tent out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have been there because there's like three season, four season. There's like mech where you can spend like I don't know two grand on a tent, right? Or you could spend a hundred bucks on a tent, and it's Which the same I didn't with understand. these tables. Yeah, oh, I, I like, and I went to mech first because I just thought like that's where you go, and uh, like there was like nothing under five hundred, six hundred dollars, which I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. And then I realized like I hopped over to Canadian Tire and it was like eighty dollars i was like i'm so confused now like just i don't even know what's good and what's not (laughs) like i think i got mine from atmosphere which is like from i don't even know if they're still a thing yeah sport check yeah uh but they're like outdoor thing but i got quite a good deal on it if i remember correctly and it was probably one of those like four hundred dollar ish ones like but then marked down to like 200 so that's I, i think if you find something like even on Kijiji, you probably. Oh, that's there's a good so point. many people who have just tents in their closet, like me, that like get used never. Yeah, fair. So, I mean, it's only been a few days since we talked last. Do you have any um, updates with like what's been going on? You said you've been doing a lot of walking and thinking. <laughs> so yeah. I'm curious. Uh, let's see. I do. I have. I don't know. I do have some updates. Not really official updates, but yeah, more just like in this vague world of not knowing where to go with uh beer finder and yeah kind of leaning towards probably this won't be you know the future that i'm going to be working on um at this point i i actually still haven't edited that podcast or listened back and so i need to got like, it go. yeah i kind of forget exactly what we said um there but i think we kind of um, left off like 
well primarily i know you were like trying to have like a, a larger meeting not sure like what came out of that um you had just come yeah. back from vacation so i think right. you're trying to wrap your head around everything yeah so still tbd on the meeting but um i did like hear back from uh dan this morning like uh and he he was kind of just like yeah he needs to be working full time and making money which is yeah you know fair um fair you know that you need that to live and so yeah. i think you know looking at where he's at and then where i've been at like both jake and i who are the other people working on this project have been kind of like also had a couple other things on the go primarily i was on beer finder stuff and then this contract came up so i you know worked on that to get some income and then come back to this and jake has always had like her own other projects and this has been a bit secondary I think that's like really the one of the like biggest challenges here is like we're all on like different levels of um, commitment and even just like ownership and that's so so hard to yeah to figure out a way that is like fair but also motivating for us all to work on something and uh, yeah I'm listening to this audiobook of. Uh, called company of one and a lot of it is huh. just kind of uh you know stuff that i it's like almost common sense if you're operating as a solo founder or solo kind of um freelancer like i right i share many of these values already but it's really good uh still i would recommend it just to, it's kind of all about this starting small stay small mindset and not necessarily about only being one person running a company but mm -hmm. keeping the mindset of like you know just really not growth oriented um but just getting better as a company and so yeah i guess um i don't know i'm kind of going in circles here but uh yeah so we're gonna ch i'm gonna chat with dan like uh call and just probably will you know leave it at that i have to figure out some things like i haven't really spoke with jake on this stuff yet uh and so i do need to chat with her to see you know where she's leaning mm -hmm. um but a big part of it is also like how i'm feeling and where i'm leaning on all this yeah. um and so in that book uh they do have a part on like how long should you really like keep on with an idea and versus like when is it time to call it quits which I wasn't even listening for that reason, but it was interesting and it, it stood out to me. And it was basically like something they said was like, if you are starting again today with the knowledge that you know now, right? would you still like, would you start this company again? Right. And, you know, I don't know that I would. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, because the landscape is so different. We obviously like rode this wave. Yeah. That, um it was appropriate to try and ride this wave i think yeah. at the time but seeing the wave like you don't know if it's gonna be a big wave or maybe it dies out before you get to you know surf that wave or whatever yeah and so we rode it for a bit and it kind of just you know feels like wasn't I, a fun wave yeah i think that <laughs> question's really interesting because it sounds very simple but what it like almost forces you to do is like stop being attached to the sunk costs 
Do you know what I mean? Yes, people exactly. will always tell you like, like when you're talking about, like, oh, but we've done all of this and we've done all that. And people will tell you like, oh, but like that's a sunk cost, but it's still really hard to like separate yourself from that. You have this like attachment. So I think like framing it, like knowing everything, you know, now, like, would you start it again? Right. It almost for some reason, like separates you from the work that you've done because you're thinking about like a restart, you know, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's how I felt when you said it anyways. No, it, it totally, I didn't even really like make that connection, but it, it makes so much sense. And it is really hard. I think that this is one of the problems founders face a lot. And I got to keep this in mind for any future endeavors too. It's just like, it's so easy to want to keep doing the thing that you have been working so hard on. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've maybe even been a little like towards the other side of things in approaching this. Like, I think I've said several times, this is not the type of business I like thought I would want to run. And yeah. Uh, and so... Yeah, I just, uh, but I really do like that way of looking at it and pulling back, you know, after having these conversations with um, brewers, um, seeing, you know, the team is like not really as coherent as maybe it would have, uh, as I would have liked. I, I think maybe this would be a bit different if it was just me working on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could see there's a point where we can get it to be like, you know, enough to be profitable. And yeah make sense for one person but to to support three people at the current in the current environment i don't i don't see it being possible and i think even now if it was if it was like okay well just do it as one person i just feel like it's uh like it's at this weird point i'm not really excited about anymore um so so that's yeah a lot of stuff i've been going on walks and thinking yeah yeah i Uh, think that's that's fair it's it it seems like one of those things that takes a, a decent amount of time and thinking. Yeah. I think now there's like some challenges of like, you know, needing to figure out how to move forward on this, like keep the site alive and just like, do I put more breweries on for free? Do I just leave it going? Um, we now have, you know, two paying clients, which is yeah. almost worse than zero because now I have have to figure out like whether they will keep paying uh or do we just cut off the subscription and you know put them back into the the free tier basically that everyone else is on um wrapping up on any of the you know paid accounts and stuff yeah uh, that that we are paid services that we use um and like shutting those down um talking to you know talking with the team about like really where everything's at, where I'm at and all that needs to happen. Arguably should have happened before this. Uh, I'm talking on a podcast, but it will happen probably before this gets released. So, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. So that that's it. And now I'm kind of in this like back to square one. And so I, um, or at least, you know, I'm assuming that's kind of where I'm at. And so that's another part of this challenge that I'm facing is like, do I, you know, really focus in on client work right now because I, you know, I can have good success with that uh, in the meantime, while I like start finding other ideas or do I give myself like a lot of time to explore new ideas and just yeah. like play with stuff and, you know, do random, you know, um, like I've been playing a bit more with music. Obviously it's not, gonna make me a software business but it kind of gets you in this exploratory phase and right and so just kind of giving myself time to like play as they say and yeah uh, and go 
just not worry too much about what the next thing is. Um, but I, being the person that I am, struggle to just be okay with like, you know, don't don't worry too much about that. I, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, you know, and there's, yeah, more to, more to figure out on that. I, yeah. And I don't know if it's like you give yourself like a certain amount of time or like a financial benchmark, like, you know, like when I hit X amount of money, maybe that's the time that I just like have decided I take on a freelance project of some kind and then go back to it. But you know what I mean? Just like, so that maybe you have some types of, for me, I would want to put some type of rules in place for myself just so that way I feel like I'm like, um, like, I don't want to use the word flailing, but that's how I, I feel often. It's like, if I don't have like a set, like of guidelines, um, I get kind of like in a really weird headspace. So I, I don't know how helpful or unhelpful that would be for you, but other like, rather than just thinking like, oh, I'll take like a freelance whenever I feel like it, like maybe it's like actually thinking about like, when does that make sense? And for how long do you want to do this like type of exploratory work? Or like, do you just need to take breaks from that exploratory work every once in a while just to bring in some more income or yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you're right about that. Actually, again, this company of one book has this th- kind of idea. And I kind of got to this on my own before too. Is like, if I reach like this amount in income, then I can just go and do my own thing for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I kind of like, it kind of didn't quite get there. So I took on that extra freelancing project. And I think I'm almost at what my original goal was maybe yeah. which was basically just to make like what i made in salary yeah in freelancing and yeah i think after this contract that i'm uh kind of it's in a bit of a like hiatus right now because they uh yeah i think need to just like pause for a bit and so mm-hmm. you know i'm just like uh shit where i was going with this basically just uh like you know i set up this expectation or this kind of goal for myself and and in this company of one book they say like you can have a max like you know instead of just having like a minimum we need to make this much minimum per year you can also say like no we need to make this much maximum like if i make anything over this then you should go and do your own thing and like you should go and work on other stuff and that's cool i feel that is kind of what you're even getting at is these constraints of like you know, at least having this benchmark in, in your case, it's more about like how much runways left or something like to that effect. And, and I, I think I do have to like set what that would be. I think I'm, I'm fine right now to go and probably work on my own stuff. It's just that it's also just hard to just like sit and have ideas flow out of you. Sometimes they come better through working on other people's projects. So, and there might be like, maybe there's also like smaller type things that you can be doing along the way, whether that's like involvement in different meetups, because those are also happening online or like different things in the community. So that like, obviously it's not the same thing as building your own business, but they're like smaller projects that like, if one day you're feeling like you don't have a lot of imagination in one area, then like, you know, you have these smaller things to focus on and like little mini like deadlines and they're also obviously like good ways to connect with people and and learn more things and i know that you're super into that stuff so yeah yeah actually to that point like i ran into this guy who runs a meetup the guy who ran the meetup that uh diego spoke at uh that's so funny because diego said he ran into him the other day too oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i ran into him and i was just like oh you know diego like whatever about his chat and you know we were chatting a bit about that and 
and I told him about the Beer Finder project and how it was a pretty good example of like working the Jam Stack, which is it's a meetup around the type of development uh, that we do, which is called Jam Stack. Do you want to tell people what we, Jam Stack means? Sure, it's JavaScript APIs and markup, which awesome. is how you build the web. We won't go too much deeper into that now, but that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, point being here that I ran into him and was he was just like, yeah, you should do a lightning talk on this thing that you made. And so I was like, you know what, that kind of makes sense. Like, and I, to your point, it's going to help whether I go into more client work or it's going to help if I do my own thing, just to have a bigger audience and network. Yeah. Same thing as this podcast. And same thing as like, I've been thinking, you know, I can start writing more blog posts or more being any, <laughs> you know, like that, those types of things. And just like, you're never going to, regret just making more connections like you just said so yeah that's fair yeah i think i'll lean towards that as a as a baseline cool so yeah a few days there were quite a few thoughts going on yeah sorry to take up so much time no that's Uh, awesome um yeah anything else from your side no that's it uh what's going on with you well yeah i mean i feel like i actually haven't had too much going on since we last chatted um let's see so i mean I have continued working on um, this JavaScript course, which has been really fun. Last night, I like I mentioned to you that like yesterday, I ended up napping during the day, so I stayed up really late. So I stayed up late doing a couple hours of that, which has been fun. What's um, a, like what kind of stuff are you learning right now? I'm just curious. Yeah, it's, I'm mostly just like on a a module that's on like functions right now. Um, mm-hmm. so it's still pretty like basic stuff, but it's funny because like I did portions of this course before, but I decided to just like restart it from the beginning, which is mm-hmm. good because like, as I went through it from the very beginning, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot all of this because like when you're not doing it, it's just so hard to remember like small little intricacies and stuff. Um, but yeah, maybe also in like future podcasts, I'll take better notes about like what I'm specifically learning and we can talk about that. Um, and the only other thing that like really is like going on or upcoming for me, um, is related to my mom. Um, mm-hmm. so my mom owns and runs like a small tea business, but my mom has always sold at farmer's markets and given the whole like COVID situation, she's actually not able to sell this year. So, um, or like, I mean, there's a couple layers to that. Some of the farmer's markets are still, still open. Keep in mind that my family's from outside of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Um, but like there's a lot of restrictions around it and it's a lot of like order online. And my mom is, my mom always like functioned off of like, you know, like giving people samples and then people would buy things and she really liked that. And so I think that not being available to her, she was kind of like, I don't know if it makes sense or if I'll be able to like move inventory or whatever. But the interesting thing about my mom is that she is somewhat of like a micro influencer online not but not by choice just just like (laughs) she my mom is very so my mom is like very active in like permaculture communities and like farming and gardening and all this kind of stuff and she has been for years my mom is like always yeah she's always doing like new courses getting certified and like different things around like herbs and plants and things that i have just like no idea about so the reality is it's like my mom is like so involved in these online communities she actually is all of these people like internationally in Canada, whatever that are like, you know, like she's always going back and forth with and posting things and new information and all that kind of stuff. So again, it's just like, it's more of a thing that has happened by chance that my mom has not actually like put, um, like not done on purpose. It's more just like out of like interest and passion. Right. So all of that to say that I've been like talking to my mom a little bit about, like, I think we should just 
see how it would work selling your stuff online. Um, Mm -hmm. but there's like a lot of work to, to be done there in the sense that like, you know, my mom is like pretty old school in the sense that like she has little packages, she hand writes like what all the ingredients are on like every single one and like brings them to the market. So I think it's like an interest. She's pretty interested in it though. And I think like for a couple of reasons, it's an interesting project. Like I think it will be fun to go through the whole exercise of like actually like branding and packaging and setting up the shop and just like seeing what comes of it. And neither of us really have like a lot on the line. It's kind of just like a fun thing. Um, but I also think it's interesting because my mom is also just not this person who like operates in a bubble that nobody knows who she is or what she does. Like she actually has all of these people that like look up to her and are always having conversations with her. And like, she has all of these certifications that people are very aware of. And so I'm just curious to see, like, because of that, like if she was able to actually naturally drive more traffic and purchases than people who would just like start this, like out of the blue or like something that they're not already associated with. And you see this kind of stuff with like larger scale influencers all the time. Obviously, you know, people really like are into these people. They launch a product, people buy it just because of the person. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's on the scale of like maybe some of the influencers that we see, but I've just thought it's kind of fascinating. And for me, I would much rather be a person in the background, just kind of like, you know, um, getting it all set up and like running like the logistics of all of it. And my mom Mm -hmm. focusing really on like, you know, the, the products and like the people and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's really cool. And I, I think that's, yeah, that would be an awesome project. I, I had like a similar, like wanting to do that with uh, those, tiny skateboard thing right 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 finger finger skateboards yeah yeah i didn't end up moving forward on it um but the idea was like to have a this like kind of simple way to like get started without having to build too much infrastructure and this whole you know and and um i've actually heard really great things about people who kind of come from more the tech side going into selling physical goods that they can uh you know handle things like logistics and the systems around all this much better than um than people who don't come from that background so i think that it's actually like a really um undervalued fit for a lot of people uh or that people don't really consider as like a good um option and i think like you said it'll just be a fun way to learn and explore yeah. this like low stakes and yeah i could definitely see that working if she does have some people who she's already connected with for um you know that are gonna be basically her ambassadors to like yeah. push this and and validate that she's um you know on the right track and she she has kind of the authority authority already built up maybe not yeah, like a ton uh, back online, in the day but. when when google plus was like a thing she ran like the gardening group you know like on google plus and she had like thousands and thousands and thousands of people like obviously that's not a thing anymore but like just like to give you an idea like that's just i don't know just because she liked it and she started it early and it just you know went that way so i don't know it's kind of interesting um yeah, yeah that's really cool um huh well yeah yeah i think and that there is a lot of opportunity there for like you know if she enjoys just like talking and reading writing about this stuff like having you know maybe a blog section that you start making you know a lot of these businesses like the way to like pull people in like the top of the funnel is through like content around this stuff and just sharing your knowledge and teaching your knowledge around it she has all this knowledge she can just write some posts even and and share that and then it's kind of like you know you can 
how to grow your own i don't know exactly yeah. what you're selling but like how to grow your own herbs or like let me just you know sell you yeah. this product if you you know try and it doesn't work out or th- that kind of thing so totally but, and i think the initial idea is like d- like not to go the direction of something like i don't know like large tea companies where they have a whole ton of variety but very much like a like two teas a month kind of thing you know what i mean that like you just come out with or like seasonally or whatever it is just like a very like small scale type thing to to get started but even like on the content side of things yeah it's it's fascinating like for example she's built out this entire database on Airtable of like every herb you could ever think of like all of its properties photos what it does what you can mix it with what you can't but it just sits in an air table for her own uses but like people would people would actually like pay money to access that kind of stuff you know it's Mm -hmm. like it's kind of fascinating anyways i think like yeah so i'm hoping this will be like a fun collaboration um we've only had some very preliminary conversations around her being interested in doing it but i'm hoping to like take the next month to to really dig into this yeah that that's fun that's really cool yeah. And then honestly, outside of that, I don't have anything like too groundbreaking. I, I think I talked a bunch about some of the like uh, different initiatives that were going on at work uh, the last time that we chatted. Um, and then beyond that, I think the only other exciting thing going on is that I mentioned that I'm, I've been transitioning from one squad to another. And so we kind of did like an initial kickoff last week. I think one of the, the, the people actually you've worked with him before, um, I won't name names just because that might be weird on a podcast, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll anyways, after. <laughs> yeah, they, but like uh, they're like super lovely, and I'm really, I feel like it's another squad that's like a very good fit for me um, culturally. Um, so yeah, I'm just like super excited to start digging into stuff with them. Uh, they focus on um like subscription services at ecobee so it's like uh primarily they're focused on air filter subscriptions so people Mm. have to change their air filters every so often in their house and this is like a a service that people can sign up for where that's like fulfilled at a regular interval for them Um, it's pretty cool that you get to you know in your position you know you're in a role when i was at when i was at ecobee or when i'm in most companies you stick with a certain group and then you're just there. You're part of that team. And yeah, you can maybe move around here and there, but it, you know, in kind of this agile coach position, you get to really like embed yourself in for a bit, make a bunch of really great connections that will be long lasting. And then, you know, go to another squad and do the same thing. And like, you know, by the end of your tenure at this company, you may have amassed like a, you know, network of, 80 new people or something yeah. that you're actually quite close with or at least like on business terms have worked with and can vouch for you. So it's, I don't know, I think it's so good um, just for you but to totally. be able to have that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's nice. Like I um, actually in joining this squad, there's one member on it who was also on the previous squad that I was working on. So it's also nice to like walk in and have like some level of, alliance already and he was super sweet like when i joined he was like oh yeah like when kaylin joined our squad things got like so much better so even just like that initial endorsement is so helpful for people to feel like it's less of a weird thing to have this external person coming in to help you it's like oh like one of one of us agrees that this is like a good idea you know which i think I, they they all request it in the first place but it's still like an unknown territory when uh when i started at ecobee came over and join the same team that diego was on your partner diego yeah um that was that was kind of like that feeling of just like i mean he did refer me in and stuff but it also just gave this like sense of kind of 
camaraderie and like able to joke around and stuff from day one feeling yeah. very comfortable yes versus uh you know coming in blind and you know you have the jitters of what what you can and can't say like there's a lot more um yeah just natural kind of like easing of tension that comes from that uh having someone that you know there so that yeah that's it makes cool. a big difference yeah so i mean those are kind of the big things i mean medium-sized things that are going on with me right now i don't have any other like uh like groundbreaking updates or anything well then let's uh let's wrap it at that we don't have to come up with anything uh, crazy right now <laughs> start making up lies <laughs> yeah. um yeah so i mean for anyone who wants to find us you can find us on twitter at work pals um and then yeah i hope you have a good sunday yeah see you later bye